On part one of the Cinco de Taco episode of Taco the Town, Dave interviewed his guests about Cinco de Mayo, and they danced and had fun. And then Chris Garibaldi made a discovery. Dave, Dave, I think we might have a problem. A problem? What's going on? I think we're out of tacos. And now, part two of the Cinco de Taco extravaganza on Taco the Town. Hey, Dave. We're out of tacos? No, we've got more tacos now. Oh, you found some? Yes. There was just a napkin covering up the tacos. Oh, okay. Great. Let's keep the party going. Right on. So crisis averted. We've got some tacos. We're good to go. We're keeping the Cinco de Taco episode going. The party's in full effect. Let me go over here and see what guests are partying over here. Walking along this patio. Hey, oh, hey, what's up? Hey, how's, how's it oh going? Oh, my God. Hey, tr- oh, hey try the tacos. Oh, who's this? Oh, my God. Oh, it's Annie. What are you doing I didn't know you were going to be here. And Lydia. From the El Camino oh, Real episode. Es verdad. See. <laughs> How's it going? So good. Bueno, as, mm. as F. Um, also that. Tom Bien. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for coming to the party. You bet. You Love bet. the shirt, man. Can't miss a fiesta. Oh, yeah. Oh, thanks. Very festive. I'm wearing a taco shirt. We have mm-hmm. a taco hat there if anyone wants to okay. wear it. Now, we, we know we're celebrating you, so we brought you a little something. <laughs> And oh, is I that don't, this trash Trust bag? us, we spared no expense. Yeah. Oh, should I open it now? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, we've yeah. been waiting for, a, you know, since our podcast recorded, episode recorded, Basically. to give it to you. Basically. That was, so, we've had them around. Okay. Don't well, give them any hints. So I've got this. Uh, should I open it? I'm just going to go ahead and open it. Open it. Okay, I've, I've seen some balloons. Oh, but what kind of balloons? Do <laughs> <laughs> we seem different at all to you? I'm just asking because they're regular balloons. <laughs> no, no, yeah, they're just a, a yellow balloon, a, a pink balloon. Oh, uh huh. How uh, many are there? Uh, there's what, a green one. What colors one. do you know? There's a, a big <laughs> blue one here. Woohoo! Uh, oh my god, the other guests are totally, their energy is going through the roof, but the side of these balloons. Hey, everybody, like, look over here. I got some balloons. Wow. Yeah! Woo! I like the blue one. Should I just dump these on? On yeah. us. Just, uh, balloons. It's a party. On the crowd. Oh my God. It's like TRL now. Yeah, I feel There's like you're wearing a <laughs> You are wearing a headdress. Mm-hmm. All right, here come the balloons. Yay. Whoa. Now everyone who comes in the patio will know. Yeah. Restaurant has to throw those away later. Yep. You're welcome. This is very festive now. <laughs> you're welcome. Well, you asked us to bring something for you. You put that as a requirement to be invited to the <laughs> yeah. party that we had to bring you Which a I gift. That was weird. It but... was really weird. <laughs> But here we are, and well, there's your I gift. I expected something more like maybe some dishware. Oh, well. Or maybe like a a photo of you guys signed. 
<laughs> we, I a don't, photo of us I'm fresh out of headshot. Sorry. <laughs> It's very meta. Mm-hmm. So how has your life changed since your episode of Taco the Town? It's been really hard, the attention, you know? Are people you know stopping I mean? you going, yeah. I heard you on Taco the Town? It's I'm trying to have lunch with my mother. And I'm just, just trying to lead a normal life. <laughs> um, and people are vultures. It's hard. It's really hard. Fame, people don't realize. And I didn't realize. Mm-hmm. You just um, never know. But other than that, it's good. Yeah. But the but people terrible awful people invading my privacy. I should They're have just, warned you. Yeah. Before we did the show, that people will now associate you with Taco the Town. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't really prepare you for that. I'm sorry. Don't get us wrong. The three picture deal is great. Yeah. The promotional sponsorships have been wonderful. Mm. I'm she, worried about pigeonholing and only getting taco related. Exactly. Work now. I was just gonna say you're the new Cholula girl, but yeah. I'm the new Tapatio girl, <laughs> hey. and there's like a little rivalry. <laughs> but other than that, it's been great. Thanks for having us back. No yeah. problem. What do you think of these taco tank tacos? Honestly, it's this, hard for me to talk. Really good. The, I don't know <laughs> if really I'm eating eat if, if it's just like uh, shredded beef, a desabrada situation, or if it's like barbacoa. But it's amazing. That's barbacoa. Barbacoa. Yeah. Good lord. Good. Yes. Amazing. I'm gonna chew for a second. This is for <laughs> ASMR fans. <laughs> and I'm eating the chicken. Can you hear that? Can you taste the I chicken as you listen? Ew. It's delicious. It really is. I know this is a gross moment, but... Taco Tank's going to regret this. The flavor is, no, it's quite, quite It is good. yummy. Now, when I thought of the Taco Tank, I pictured a real tank showing up today with tacos shooting out of its cannon. <laughs> did, did they not, deliver? Did no. no. Well, they delivered the food. <laughs> I, I suggested that to him. He says he's going to work on it. At least camo print or something, right? Yeah, well, yeah. I think he does have a, a trailer right. that's camo, Sweet. but it's not in a real tank. Okay. No, yeah. I mean, don't, like, police stations buy those for pennies on the dollar because the military gets them and never uses them? Taco and, tanks? Like, like, <laughs> tanks in general, which could no, be no. converted. She's, I'm sure there's an Instagram about converting a tank. Don't believe everything you read. They are taco tanks. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know that converted that was how taco our... Taco tanks? That's right. In the case of Araya, I mean, you always see them rolling them out, but you never, I mean... Thank goodness you never see them actually, like, go off. Tacos come out of them. Yeah, I did not know. To disperse? <laughs> Which would you rather do, fight someone because you're angry about the political state or grab a taco off the ground? Absolutely. So just don't believe everything you read. I think that would disperse a crowd. Yeah, it would at least give them something way. else to do uh, besides riot. Yeah, have eat, a, have eat a some nice tacos. Yeah. Talk, a, talk things over, over tacos. Talk. Talk about Go about it. About it. <laughs> So, speaking of merchandising, have you done any merchandising for this podcast? Yeah, where's like, my Talk of the Town t-shirt? I do have some shirts. Oh, my gosh. We two, were completely joking. I only have two sizes left. Okay. They went like hotcakes. Well, I like to wear, like, an like extra long tee. Okay. You know, um, like an well, oversized. And I like to belt it. <laughs> or put it through one of those, it. like, semicircles from the 90s. You know, your sister or your cousin would lace them through at the lake. Oh, mm-hmm. you like to do that still? No, but oh. I will. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got an XL and an L. Hey, man. Give her the L. Give me the XL. I have a sewing machine. Asked and answered. Here we go. I have a sewing machine. Here's so. the L. <gasps> I'm gonna cut. I'm gonna cut like the design is a very cute. It. Has anyone else described the design? No. It's a very cute little Bartle Hall structure. I can't recall the sculptor who did it, but yeah. there's like little tacos just perched upon, Aren't and they're they just called cute. The sky stations. I think is that you're right? absolutely right. I'm sure yeah. they are. 
I moved to Kansas City when they were still kind of a new thing to like rib. People call like, them the thingamajig. Yeah, the, and the, <laughs> the curling irons. Exactly. Oh, that's cute. The Casey Star published like parody art of Casey landmarks, and someone sent in like a drawing of like a mashed potato. Or what do you call it? A potato masher. Oh. <laughs> like so I kitchen fl- utensils? I flipped it. The old the famous Kansas City mashed potato statue. That is something I would get my picture taken by. Is your nose okay? <laughs> you just bump the mic. Here, here you go. Is you that me laugh? Here's, noise? here's the XL. For oh, okay, sweet. I bumped my nose into the microphone laughing a, a bit. It's so crisp and white. I'm I just going to ruin this immediately with You want to take our picture like where we just won trivia or something? <laughs> or um, something else? Oh, with this hat on. Oh, yes, with Such this hat glamour. on. <laughs> Think of Joan Collins. <laughs> Have you eaten at any new taco places that we should know about here on Taco the Town? Oh, it's hard. I live right next to Tio Cali, next door. And so it's, I get very lazy about striking out. And you eat there a lot. Striking out should we review that place on the show? Um, yeah. Do it. It's a good... The best thing about it is... The place they have like three floors and there's all kinds of balconies and it's Outdoor really really seating, great and wonderful in the summertime and their drinks are good their food's just ooh their food's just like basic kind of no offense to you Kelly how's their uh, taco situation it, it's good and I mean they have different they have like um, fried shrimp and and grilled shrimp and like they're kind of seafoody and so they're. Like, I don't know if they call them Vallarta tacos or something like that, but those are good and interesting. Um, and they got all the classic meats, you know. It's pretty good. You recommended to me to go to El Pollo Loco, right? Yeah. yeah. Pollo Rey. There you go. Not oh, Pollo, Pollo Rey. Loco. Sorry. Um, Pollo Rey is like chicken. They're more about chicken, and you get tortillas and charro beans and something else. So you can create your own taco. But yeah, tacos you are- build you build a little taco, essentially. But it's excellent. And then right across the street is San Antonio, which right. is a hugely popular, Amazing. terrific place. Have you had any uh, taco parties at your homes lately? Or have you been cooking any special dishes at home? I, I would love to offer a little anecdote for that question, if I may. Yes. God, Inter- it's so inter- nice on this patio. The breeze keeps distracting uh, me. Lovely day. Oh, look at mm. those birds. Can, oh, wow. oh, my God. Those what are, are those? birds. <laughs> those are birds. Oh, those are, oh, those are bats. Those are bats. Sorry. I'm not saying anything. I'm just oh, saying. We're bats. Okay. Uh, yeah, please interject. <laughs> Remember my, I have a significant other. His name is Will, and I had a surprise birthday party for him. That's and right. at this party, I served a delicious slow-cooked pork shoulder. Yes. And it was, gosh, what do you call it? Pork al pastor style. Mm-hmm. And it was just, and Lydia was gracious enough. She helped with the party, and she, I was like, please use the forks and what do you call it when you take it apart? Shredding? Yeah. Pulling? Couldn't think of the right word. You bet. And how do you think it was? Oh my God, that was delicious. Pork shoulder is such a like no-brainer for home taco. Mm -hmm. Always moist. Yeah, and you don't have to mess with it. You put it in the oven and it like... Just sits in there at a low. Sometimes you get crispy. For like eight hours. Crispy oh, on the top. It's like caramel. Everybody should do it. But yeah, I got like, legit like guajillo chilies and ancho chilies, and you know, blended it all up and just essentially poured like a spicy smoothie on it overnight. Yowza! Uh, you ain't whistling Dixie. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> it was very yummy. And then I made margaritas and palomas. 
to really. Everyone kick was it up so tickled by the concept of a Paloma. At my, they were my very family. excited. It was a lot of like parents who probably drink beer and wine pretty exclusively like, and, and don't do cocktails. A Paloma is it's like a margarita but with grapefruit instead. So it's grapefruit and tequila and like a little lime juice and some soda if you want and a salt rim. You can put. I think it's people frequently mix salt right into the beverage aspect too. But it is so yummy. It's my favorite. It's way better than a regular margarita, especially because most places use like sour mix. But when you got nice, I love them both equally, juice. honestly. Oh. I crave margaritas more than Palomas, but yeah. Palomas can be a real sweet treat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Crunch that chip. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got some new taco questions that I wrote for this special party occasion, and I want to run a couple of them by you, but I want you guys to pick the number because I want it to be random. Man, okay. you must have written. How many I are wrote there? Seven 79 questions, Good but God. I just want you to pick one through... Do you sleep? One through 30. So, or, I'm sorry, one through 35. So, uh, throw a number out. 69. Oh, that's not one of my... Um, I'll do 30, because that's how old I am. All right. Here we go. Is there one move that you think would destroy the Kansas City taco scene in one fail swoop? Like something that bad that could happen? Yeah. That would end it all? End it all. I don't know, some kind of tariff. <laughs> yeah, pork taco, or beef. <laughs> yeah, say tariff. it. <laughs> say it clean this time. A taco tariff? That's for the ringtones. <laughs> <laughs> the soundboard that I'm currently making. That's for my remix project. <laughs> taco tariff. Ta -ta 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 -ta. Taco tariff. <laughs> so it's just you saying oh taco God. tariff to the sound of sandstorm. It's like, taco tariff. I was going to say, I'm still developing it, but you just perfected it, so I'm done. Um... I think there was wow. an article online about the guy who wrote Sandstorm. I did not read it, but it was like the story da of rude. the man who wrote the Sandstorm. He has a name, and it's Da Rude, <laughs> I guess. I oh, think. It might out. be Paul Oakenfold or whatever, because that's another giant. Oh, he's techno a giant Diana. of techno. <laughs> um, techno wow. giants. Techno giants. <laughs> no one enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, I guess... To get back to the question, the, the meat of the question, uh, some sort of, like, livestock situation. I, was, I agree. Yeah, oh, like, a like Yeah, oh. or if they all got sick or something terrible. Um, all the cows? Just that, yeah. It would take that. It's certainly agree. not a breakdown in any of our personal... Um, not to trigger Oprah, but maybe some kind of mad cow disease. Uh-oh. That is Oprah very topical. Is <laughs> Very, what was that, like 1995 that uh -huh. that happened? Thank you. Thank you for bringing it up again. That was before the internet. <laughs> um, Are you still just reading books then? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I would check it. I'd have to check out Oprah books. At the there, yeah, there was there was no book about Oprah yeah. and the mad cow disease, so how magazine, would you know? Her magazine hadn't come no. to fruition yet. No. Mm. before magazine. Yeah. yeah. This meat is delicious. Old 1995. What did we agree with? Bar Bar barbacoa. Yeah. Good. It's both of them are just really flavorful. And how about flavorful. that that special taco tank sauce? Mm. It is super good. It's the marvioso. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. What does that mean? It's marvelous. Oh, cool, cool. <laughs> so yeah, I was thinking maybe like if there was a uh, yeah, it, it'd have to be a health thing, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because our spirit will never be broken. No. no. Um. 
So it's something kind of else. a sad question. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I must have been in it's a, a bad place bummer. when I wrote that. Everyone's question. leaving the party. <laughs> Guys, stick around. Hey, no, get back here. <laughs> he just slapped the check out of a patron's hand. Get back to the party, guys. We're gonna we're gonna turn things up. We're gonna His get fun again. <laughs> okay, um, Annie, throw, throw oh. me out a number here. Let's do another fun. Seventeen one. again. Oh wow! So I'm a big Matthew Perry fan. That's gonna be a Broadway musical, isn't that a horror Ooh. show? Yeah, yeah, what a it's nightmare. Bad idea. I still want to do a Huey Lewis and the News musical on Broadway. We are there. All right, lyrics. That's probably it would be called coming. Heart of Rock and Roll. I'm not joking. It that's amazing. <laughs> There's a Go-Go's musical coming to Broadway, based on the hits of the Go-Go's. Not based it, on it. Is it called We've Got the Beat? It's called Head Over Heels, so uh, you are not, not far off. You know, we've got the beat so much better. If you I, ever so want information one. about shows coming to Broadway, information you would never use, need, or want, you can just text me and say, what you seen lately? And I'll just tell you, and you'll just... Seven, not 17 is the answer. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Just uh, 17. This is a non-topic-related question. Is there a celebrity that you're surprised is still alive? You were going to bring the party back? <laughs> Wasn't that what we were doing tonally? All right, well, I mean, if I were to well, go... I guess I could say, is there a celebrity you'd like to see dead? Exactly. Is there someone who's been around too long, is the well, question. I mean, the key, who doesn't deserve this? I don't know. You this just seems, wake up in the here's, morning here's like, my, why is he still alive? Here's my, here's my cause for concern. I'm afraid I'm going to say something, Uh-oh. and will it, and I'll manifest it. So how about I... I'm going to pivot on this question, if you will forgive me. And I'm going to say something I think is still cool that should have been lame a long time ago <laughs> is gosh darn Mickey Mouse and things like that. Oh. It's like people are taking their, all right, people are taking their nostalgia into their middle age. Yeah. And kind of like, it'd be cool if you're into like the early animation, but just like, oh, I've never seen one of those shows, but I'm going to get a tattoo of Mickey on a skateboard. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else you think they're going to put on night shirts at Walmart, but you need to stop. You need to just, like, stay in your lane. I'm not going to stop waving my finger until I get this point out. I have no cause for concern with someone buying an $8.99 night shirt from Walmart. I have every cause for concern with Tiffany and company having a line of Disney Ooh. fine jewelry yeah. that retails to up to $60,000 or some such. Mm. No, ma'am. That is offensive. All right, your turn to answer. I'm going to answer the real question, and I don't know if he's a celebrity, per se but like he is a known person and Henry Kissinger will not stop he just will not stop he's Can't a stop, celebrity war criminal I was call him say, what you the, will it's all the money he got for all them speeches yeah must be nice I would have been surprised with oh George W has not passed yet just Barbie. You mean George H.W. H.W., thank you. Okay. She was well, right. But yeah, George still, W. has not alike. passed yet. No, he hasn't passed either. But H.W. is apparently, his broken heart has put him in the hospital. <laughs> this is so stupid. Is his middle name um, George Hurt Walker Bush? Herbert. <laughs> that would be much more um, Catherine Bigelow Southern Strong. <laughs> yeah. Hurt Walker. Hurt Walker. There was, you can edit that out, but well. I had to go there, I guess. That's my ideals. Okay, I've, I've got a this is really bringing the party down. Everyone has left the party. At least, or maybe they're just Talking getting politics. Talking politics. Tumbleweed come through here, but he Guys, had a sombrero. we're going to turn it around. Here we go. So we do bad reviews and funny voices here on Taco the Town, but since we love these tacos and there aren't any bad reviews for the taco tank, 
I've got some bad reviews of some famous Kansas City landmarks. Would you guys like to read some bad reviews? My God, yes. Mm-hmm. Bad reviews on Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. These are the only bad reviews I could find of these amazing places. They're ranked in the best places to visit while you're in Kansas City. So let's read some bad reviews in a funny voice of these famous Kansas City landmarks. Lydia, do you have one? Oh, I sure do. And what place is this from? Now, about the Nelson Atkins Art Museum, Roberto says, I really wanted to go on a Monday because that's my only day off, and I took my entire family and drove to the museum only to find out that they are closed on Mondays. I took another day off two days later because it was slow at my job, and we went back to the Atkins, and honestly, we were not that impressed. I've been to a lot of museums, and my wife and child were ready to leave before we even finished the first floor. I personally would not recommend bringing young children. One star. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh my god, I feel like Roberta. I know him. <laughs> that was so good. He sucks at parties, oh. I'll tell you what. All right, Annie, what do you got there? Uh, what's next? I don't know if you're familiar with the Kansas City landmark of the National World War I Museum. Yes. But someone who goes by Laco Heba, <laughs> she wants to share this. Okay. If you can't drive up there, don't go. Seriously. I am in my 60s. I just got back from trying to get in to visit. I walked from the Sheraton Hotel because it looked like a reasonable hike. The man at the quote, unquote, top of the hill at the museum told me, sweating after a long uphill walk, to go back down to the bottom of the steep hill to get a ticket, laughing at me all the while. I asked if there was an elevator and he laughed the whole time. He said it was inside the building at the top. I asked if I needed a ticket to get inside the ticket elevator. He laughed again and said yes. I would rather burn the entrance fee than ever go there. KC National World War I Museum sucks, as does its employees. One star. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Now, I have to say, if she were, in fact, like, in pain in any way, I feel for her. But if she's just like, what a hassle. It's like, maybe she should take some time on her walk to think about the long slogs of our our young men in uniform. The doughboys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My God. Fighting Lots in about the trenches. Trenches. <laughs> trenches. Good Lord. Why didn't she just have somebody drop her off? No joke. Right they, like, she... Sheridan has a shuttle. Yeah. Anybody can use it. <laughs> Not fair to that guy. I would have been laughing, too. Yeah, my God. I'm sure he was a gentle, fun ticket person. Right. I was just having a day. Maybe a a teenager, even. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I'll do the Kaufman Center one. So this is a bad review of the Kaufman Center. Howard H. says, After several visits for theater league concerts, we are close to discontinuing our membership. Because of this monument to ludicrousity, is that a word? (laughs) The only way we have found our way in in the past was to follow the crowd. But we left the last show early and it took us 10 minutes to work our way out. It is a cold, labyrinthian structure. And once you get past all the marble and glass and glitz, you get a good look at dull boring waste of space. 
Hurrah for the old, warm, welcoming places like the theaters of bygone days. This place is a mausoleum. There isn't much chance of a fire because there doesn't appear to be much of a flammable nature in its construction, which is a very good thing because the means of egress in an emergency is very constricted. As it is, you may as well take a nap after the show is over because getting to your car is terrible. Parking is awful as well. Get there early. Two stars. All right. <laughs> this guy really wants <laughs> there to be more theater fires. <laughs> he can't. He wants to make America great again, and make sure that 400 people die in a weekend. Well, and here's the thing. I feel like that guy has like a poetry degree in his back pocket, and he's like. This was a waste, so I better take it out whenever I can. He, yeah, that was less about Kaufman Center, more you know about that was his an iambic issues. pentameter. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> uh, I don't know that it was I would kind recognize of a that if it hit him in the face. He went there. He reached in. Egress. He That's a around dollar right? word. That's he pretty incredible. He you don't painted pop a, that out. A, a picture of frustration. Oh my gosh! Good old Howard. Lots of reds from the fire imagery. Howard needs somebody to talk to. And obviously his wife is not listening to him. <laughs> He's like, maybe TripAdvisor will. <laughs> My wife drug me to this monstrosity of a theater. Is that a word? <laughs> That's right. Oh, my God. I wanted to be at home taking a nap. Good Lord. Well, thanks for reading those bad reviews and funny voices. I am. I hope those people continue to have a terrible time everywhere they go. <laughs> I'm going to subscribe to Laco Heba's <laughs> reviews so I get a notification every time she visits a new place. And I hope she hates them all. Would you like to check the taco ticker with me? Yeah, what's up in taco news? What's what's the deal? Oh my god, do you notice the crowds gathering around us? Our conversation Everyone's is coming back. popping off. Everyone's coming back to the party. Gather around everybody. We're going to check the taco ticker. Cheers. <laughs> taco ticker story number 2. Bathing in things that are not water is often a sign of opulence. Bathing in champagne seems pretty dope if sticky. And bathing in milk is an old-timey beauty secret for getting youthful, bouncy skin. Usually requesting to bathe in a substance is a metaphor and not literal. For though you may love, say, an incredible ragu a whole lot, actually bathing in it would be borderline unpleasant. And yet, because we live in the most literal era, 18-year-old Sean Gibson has made local headlines for setting about to fulfill a dream of taking an actual bath in actual KFC gravy. He started a GoFundMe to make it a reality. Gibson says, oh, he's from the UK, so Gibson says, you may be thinking, why does this young man desire such a strange venture? Long and short of it is, I bloody love KFC gravy. And it would a pleasure of not just mine, but also other lovers to see such a feat. Is there something you guys would bathe in taco-wise? Maybe some queso? Espinaca. Before we talk about this, I have to ask, is it the white with the brown gravy? 
I think KFC's brown gravy. Brown, They don't have bofa? I don't know. I don't think white peppered gravy is much of a thing in the UK. But let me tell you that they... Do you? I read online about first a chicken shortage where KFCs all over the UK had shuttered up because there oh, was yeah. no chicken. Followed almost immediately, like a week later, by something about a gravy shortage at KFC, specifically in the UK. And I have a feeling that this young character may have had something to do with that. He's filling he bathtubs. <laughs> I have some questions for him. Your apartment, the last time I visited, had all these pictures of gravy and this young gentleman with all these thumbtacks and ribbons connecting them. It was very Zodiac killer. I want to know <laughs> how things match up. You know, like, they're, I, I'm following the money. You're generally. foaming at the mouth. Well, you know what? They're, the world <laughs> needs to know. There's an update to this story. He has currently raised zero pounds. In wow! His GoFundMe page. I can't $10, believe $10,000. What he needs to do is find an NHS physician to claim that it's a medical treatment, and then he can get the British government to just pay for his gravy, and he doesn't have to raise money from regular people. Pay so he for my gravy. Needs to find a quack to say that he needs gravy baths for his would life. You, would you ever bathe in guacamole or? Oh yeah, I would. I guacamole that would be good for the skin. Yeah. Avocado. Oh, if you got hungry, you could just go. Uh, it would be like your body temperature at some point, At though. the beginning of the bath, you wouldn't have to worry about the temperature. Mm. Uh, I have a hard time. Mm. I would rather bathe in, like, tequila. Can we play a game? <laughs> what? <laughs> now, you were doing this at the beginning, and I totally cut you off, so I totally apologize. But he was going to say queso, this kind of thing. Right. Would you ask us some things that are in tacos, and we'll say yes Give or no? Give a yes no or a no? Bathe? Yeah. Okay. Um, bean dip. Hmm. <laughs> Yes. No. <laughs> Espinaca. Yes. yes. Sliced tomatoes. No. no. <laughs> and I don't have any grounds for why I will or won't. I think that would sting. I've like yeah. cut up a lot of tomatoes. I got a lot of I got a lot of fingers. cuts on yeah. my body, so <laughs> I don't want that acid in there. Black beans. Yes. No. Also, what are the? <laughs> is this for charity? If it were for charity, I'd lay in a bathtub full. Yeah, of I'm a little bit worried about what this might inspire. As I said earlier, so many people know who I am now because of are this. you saying they're going like, to Photoshop yeah. pictures of you in the bathtub? Yeah, like I already have. I don't want to give all my stalkers any like weird, you know. Like, oh, I'll give her a can of beans and she'll fall in me. love with yeah. me. Didn't yeah. you once have somebody shower you with frozen mini tacos? Oh, yeah. They were regular-sized tacos. It was a, oh, they were regular tacos. Yeah. That's right. My friend Jimmy poured them on my head um, for a non-pornographic video. Some oh. could say it was even braver than the Ice Bucket Challenge. Way braver. Because it had nothing to that. do with charity. Yeah, Way I just did it because. brave. All right, so thanks for coming to this party, and thanks for eating some tacos with me. It's really good to see you. i got to move on and meet some of these other yeah, guests. Yeah, yeah, it's crowded. Oh, we have to go, so too. People. Do you oh. know what we're doing tonight? Tell them. Babysitting. We're babysitting. <laughs> Was I supposed no, to I lie? <laughs> On Cinco de Mayo? Mm-hmm, Cece. Oh, that's what day it is today? I have I just muchos niños to sit, go watch. Sit on. Isn't that what you do? Listen, we can tell you're busy. Oh, my God, a throng of people is dragging you away okay. by your shirt. I, you I, are love, rude. I love visiting with you again. Thanks so much for coming to the party. You bet. It's our pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure and a treasure. 
Well, be sure to take some of these tacos home with you and feed them to the babies. Okay, we'll see you. Bye-bye. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, you're No, but okay. really, thank you so oh. much. And I hope Taco the Town runs for 40 more years. 40 more years. A thousand more tacos. Absolutely. Also, we're gonna we'll be, be happy to help you stage a musical. We're really good at it. If I you, have already written several taco themed songs. And I've done some choreo. I've got my mm. notes. Here they are. Whoa. <laughs> this is a very big pamphlet. Yeah. Well, just read them all. Um, There's about eight three flash drives too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna need an answer in three hours. All right. We've been I'll, shopping this around to a lot of producers. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll see what I can do. All right, we'll see you later. Happy Taco de Mayo. Okay, bye. That was bye. so fun. All right, let me see who's over here. Hey, Mr. Parrot. Oh, wow. My cell phone's really blowing up. Let me check this message here. Oh, my gosh. Looks like I've got a special Cinco de Mayo message from my buddy Michael McMillan and the gang at Bigfoot Collectors Club, my other favorite podcast. Let me check this out. Hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hola. Hola. Happy Cinco de Mayo, David. It's your friends from Bigfoot Collectors Club. It's Michael. E. Riley. And Bryce. Uh, We hope you guys are enjoying your Cinco de Mayo celebration. We thought we'd contribute to the fiesta with a fun Bigfoot fact. Now, Ooh. did you guys know that uh, Mexico has a Bigfoot of its very own? Is that the famed okay? chupacabra? No, the chupacabra. I actually don't even think the chupacabra is Mexican. He's from Texas. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm just the producer. No, there is a <laughs> hairy uh, bipedal creature called the Sisimete. He's a large, hairy, bipedal, ape-like creature that is said to roam the jungles of Mexico, specifically in the southern states of Campeche, Chiapas, and uh, uh, Quintana Roo. This cryptid has been part of the Aztec and Mayan folklore throughout the ages. Accounts of mankind's interaction with this being can be traced back to two, uh, 2,000 years ago. Really? What yeah. was this called again? The Sisimete. Sisimete. Was considered uh, by locals and shamans to be a supernatural being whose large feet, in some accounts, were on backwards, wow. which made him uh, difficult to track. Oh, and uh, one more thing. The being is said to have only four fingers, which would make eating tacos very difficult. Wow. So, Dave, <laughs> next time your listeners are kicking back with a taquito, fajita, or chalupa, think of the poor Sisimete. Walking and, backwards. And enjoy a taco in his honor. Uh, We just want to wish everyone back in KC a safe and wonderful Cinco de Mayo. And please tell Chris Garibaldi to go easy on the (laughs) D-Mags. Double margaritas. Sweet. (laughs) All right. Thanks, everybody. See ya. Thanks, Have fun. We're going to go hit a taco truck now. Yes. Ah, what a great message. So glad the guys could check in on such a special occasion. If you haven't listened to it yet, check out Bigfoot Collectors Club with Michael McMillan and Bryce Johnson. Great podcast. It's like Taco the Town, but for Bigfoot lovers and alien lovers. So be sure to check out that podcast. We'll be right back after this break. Lotus Pool Records is a proud sponsor of Taco the Town. Check out the latest music releases by Poster Children, Heidi Lynn Gluck, Sun Eaters, Panel Donor, and many more at lotuspool.com. Celebrating 25 years of music, that's lotuspool.com. Let me ask you a question. 
We know you like tacos, but do you like the paranormal? Ghost stories? Bigfoot? UFOs? Extraterrestrials? Cryptids like the Loch Ness Monster, the Dover Demon, and other unexplainable phenomenon? If you do, then you should listen to my new favorite podcast, The Bigfoot Collectors Club, hosted by Bryce Johnson and Michael McMillan. Every episode, Bryce and Michael explore these topics and present stories from paranormal history with guests. I had the pleasure of being a guest on episode seven of the Bigfoot Collectors Club, so look for that episode. We talked about alien implants and abductions in the time I faked a UFO landing in fifth grade. If you like Bigfoot, collecting and clubs, then you'll love Bigfoot Collectors Club. That's Bigfoot Collectors Club. You can find it wherever podcasts and chupacabras are found. Now back to the show. Looks like we've got some more guests over this way. <laughs> oh, hey, guys. Uh, hey. It's John hey. Moore oh. and Curtis Siebold. How you doing, guys? What's, what's happening? Awesome. How are you enjoying the Taco de Mayo party? This oh, party's crazy, man. Great. Good stuff. How were your Taco Tank tacos? I, I loved it. I, I To me, uh, um, a, a sign of a good taco place. Uh, the, the, the meat is important. The quality of meat. And I, you can judge a place by how much do you need to put on it to make it taste good. And I'll, I'll be, this is a, one of the few places I've ever been to. I'm like, I'm just going to eat the, the, the chicken and the beef. The, the beef. Is that my, the shredded beef? Is that my, barbacoa, my, I think. Barbacoa? Yeah. Doesn't even need a salsa. Doesn't. Yeah. I, I would have I would have just put it in a bowl and eaten it. And I could I kept going back to it. I love the chicken, but I kept going back I to it. I might that, do that, that, that later beef. with the leftovers. If <laughs> so good. Tender, just enough bark on the on, on parts of it to make it give it a little bit of a crunch. Mm-hmm. Mm, mm, so good. I, I would concur with Curtis. It was good. I I did put sauce on it because it's just I gravitate towards condiments. I have to put them on. And I tried the tank sauce too. Taco tank sauce. Yeah, I went with tank sauce. I'd almost forgotten about it. I had to come back to it. I saw it sitting there. It was kind of hiding from it was me. Good, but wasn't it? Tank sauce was good. And the chips. I, we got to bring up the chips because those were Everyone almost broke a tooth on them. Those were crunchy. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, Taco Tank is a new taco truck. It, it's not an actual tank. It's, <laughs> it, it's just a, right now it's a trailer, but I have suggested to him that he should probably think about building a tank or renting a tank when he... Uh, That's a good idea, self. like Aphex Twin. Didn't he used to ride a... I don't know. Yeah, I think he did. I believe he used to have a tank and Driving in, around? In England, yeah. Oh, wow. I'm not sure how cost-effective a tank would be, though. Yeah, mm. might have to be like a smaller be tank. tough to do. Yeah, or a Hummer with a paper mache tank built on top of it. <laughs> that might work. Yeah. Well, that was kind of like uh, what was it? Uh, Animal House. That was right. the tank. <laughs> they took the car. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? The Deathmobile? What's it called in, in Animal House? I don't oh, recall. No, I just saw that movie on cable like two weeks ago, and I was like, oh wow, I forgot about that. Oh, I forgot about that. And I completely forgot that that scene at the very end. So, what are you guys doing for Cinco de Mayo? Any any other party plans? Or is this it? Are you just here to party here and then you will retire at home with this? Yeah, kitchen? I think this is it. This is the the party I've, we've I've heard about. I saw the banners and the billboards, and this is it. And uh, I'll probably be spending the night. Oh yeah. Well, we've had too many too much horchata premieres and too much horchata. <laughs> yeah, I had to try a Corona premiere. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but is there are there two Super Bowls? No, there's one Super Bowl because that's the party, that's the game. Right. So th- this is the Super Bowl. Having another game would be pointless. <laughs> I'm at the party. This is it. Do either of you want to wear that taco hat, or are you just gonna leave it where it is? It's just kind of there. Can I can I wear it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think Curtis put it on. Shouldn't take the honor. Oh, this this is. Curtis is putting on cool. our taco hat. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. <laughs> 
There's lettuce, cheese, tomatoes. It fits. And I think it's ground beef. It's a traditional taco. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's a crunchy taco taco hat filled with beef. It's got some cheese, some tomatoes, some lettuce. He now, wears Curtis, it well. Corn, corn, <laughs> corn shell. Curtis, you've been present for most of the taco of the town, and now it's a Napoleon. Now yes, I have to do Napoleon <laughs> taco part. <laughs> I got to put the... <laughs> oh, wow, that's gorgeous. You can conquer lands with that thing. Curtis, you've sat in and helped me engineer some of the Taco of the Town episodes. What mm-hmm. have you taken away from the many Taco of the Town episodes that you've you've been a part of? You've listened to a lot of guests, a lot of taco opinions. What have you learned about the taco verse that you didn't know before? Or what are you finding out about Kansas City's taco tastes? That there are a lot of different places to get good tacos that have different flavors to them. And that regardless of what you like in a taco, you can probably find a place that, that suits your your, your, your needs there. A lot of places I'd never heard of, places I heard of before but hadn't been to. So uh, I, I had never really considered Kansas City a taco town. But I have to say, after t- t- doing these things and these great places that they, they bring food in from, I, it absolutely is. And I want to branch out and go to some of these places that, that I have. For, for instance, the place today, t- the tank, I, I'd love to go there. I didn't know that place existed. Yeah. So I, I've learned so many different places with different styles. Some some things I've had, I'm like, okay, don't don't really dig that, but you know, I, I love it. Yeah, you've you've had a lot of the, you sit in and you you taste the tacos mm-hmm. with us on the episodes. Is there one or two that have stood out to you as some of the best ones that you've tasted on our, on your sessions? Um, or they all kind of run together in a taco dreamscape. They you, they do they do kind of after a while because it's, it's it's set up at the same spot. So um, yeah, you, you had two ladies in. One of them used to work at a place. Used to work at the place, knew all the trivia of the place. What place was that? Oh, El Camino Real. Yeah, that place. I really liked that a yeah. lot. That was good. And and, and the, the, that many people had that much of a passion for for food, for the kind of food they like and the f- kind of food they prepare. Now that's something I did I didn't expect. I mean, you could have as much fun as you had, as we all had, uh, with with these shows. It was. Uh, Kind of cool. John, have you had any taco experiences since we did the In a Tub episode? Have you uh, had more In a Tub or have you branched out and sampled I, more I taco not. places? I have not. Well, I have. Uh, two weeks ago, I, I had the place in Olathe on Santa Fe Drive. Um, I can't think. Michigan? Yes, Michigan. I had that. I have a friend that's a big fan of it and I uh, went over to his house and had it. It was great. You suggest we try that out? Yeah, I think it's Everyone's good. Everyone's saying that that's one of the best. So. Yeah, it, it is really good. Um, and I forget which one he gets, if it's the barbacoa or if it's just a shredded meat. I, I'm not sure exactly, but it's um, but it's one of those. And I both times I've had it, I've had just the six tacos. Um, and I couldn't even get through the six tacos. I was so stuffed last time. But uh, the sauces are really good with it. There's a couple little... For me, it's a lot of times, and I probably mentioned this on my last episode, that for me, a lot of times... I mean, obviously the meat's important, but the sauces can make a big difference. I, mean, I could eat, you know, deep-fried grasshoppers if the sauce is good. So, um, but that place was good. I still have not had in a tub. It's it's since on my that, it's on my hit list. Yes, yeah, since that, not because of that, but oh. um, I'm kind of now waiting until um, my sister's coming in town with her husband in about a month from Austin. I'm going to pick him up, and I think we're going to make a beeline for in a tub. So, <laughs> kind of expose him to that right when they come into town. So. That'll Perfect. be nice. Yeah. So, no, not enough taco eating, but I feel like we're kind of, I mean, all year's taco eating, but, uh, you know, finally spring has sprung and uh, there's going to be a lot of more tacos in my life. 
Curtis, have you ever had in a tub? I have not. Uh, not that I can remember. I, I may have Made had year, ago. years ago. You get you get to the north side of fifty. You start thinking. You start forgetting things you did. <laughs> I, I of course, unfortunately, I began this about ten years ago. I'm like, I, I don't think I don't think I've been to in a tub. Maybe I have. I don't know. But um, <laughs> it, it didn't look familiar in the pictures. It's it's uh, it's something that you it really stays with you. So um, maybe you had it at, when you were younger, like at a, at the mall. Or... It strikes me something I would have had in the late '80s when I first started work. You know, working full time with people and going to places. I probably would have late '80s, early '90s would have been when I would have had it if I did. Okay. So I was recently a guest on the Pizza Bros podcast, and they wow. interviewed me about Kansas City pizza places, and uh, I kind of asked them about Tacoma and Seattle taco places. And they asked me how many tacos I think I eat in a year, because they came up with some pizza numbers, because mm. they eat a lot of pizza. How many tacos would you say you guys eat in a year, or the average U.S. citizen eats in a year? Mm. Me or the U.S. citizen? A, a guesstimate. I bet I'm I bet I'm close to the average citizen, and I feel like I probably have, um, I don't know, maybe twelve tacos a month. I probably only have two. I maybe eat six tacos in a sitting, and I maybe only have tacos twice a month. I'll eat Mexican food, but maybe only tacos twice a month, and that might be high. So I guess what is that? One hundred forty-four. So it's somewhere between one hundred and two hundred. That's a wide gap there, but I bet I bet that's a year? average. Yeah, hundred to two hundred tacos. Uh, probably less, because when I go to, to Mexican food places, I don't generally eat the taco sometimes, um, because there's so many other, other choices. I'd say probably between 50 and 100, maybe one a week to two a week. Okay. And when you sit down and eat tacos, you get one taco or two tacos? It depends on where I go. <laughs> I mean, if it's, if it's 11 o'clock at night and I'm rolling through you know, the, the bell, I'm, I'm probably rocking eight. <laughs> Eight crispy, and I'll pay for it the next day. But right. but if I'm if I'm going to a, a place that kind of has the you know the little the platter, you get one. Right. And you work that one. So they came to the realization, or they they added up the numbers, and it said that the average person eats around forty seven pizza slices a year, which I thought sounded very low because when you go to eat pizza, you don't just eat one slice; you eat three slices, or, right. right? So doesn't that sound kind of low? What those numbers 47 a year one, one a week yeah that can't be right unless there's a lot i mean everybody unless they just pizza. don't eat pizza that often yeah, yeah. and also it didn't speak to what what size yeah. i mean if you eat a small pizza you're gonna if, if you and your buddy go get a large you're gonna eat four pieces if you kill off a medium at home you're gonna eat eight mm -hmm. so that's that's uh incomplete evidence yeah, I mean, I think I eat tacos maybe three to four times a week, and when I eat tacos, I probably get two or three tacos each time I eat. So we came to the realization that I probably eat 800 tacos a year. <laughs> wow. That's impressive. And they're all on your shirt. <laughs> and I have them made Every one into of them. clothes. <laughs> yeah, my taco and, numbers and might be high, I, I, but I bet, actually, I eat, come to think of it, I probably eat more pizza than I do tacos and I, I we, eat, we eat pizza almost not every week but almost actually every week and especially friday with my kids because they yeah. like it and look forward to it so i bet you know and i'm gonna have a couple slices each time so it's it's over 100 yeah 800 might be high but 
Yeah. I do eat a lot of tacos. That's impressive. Well, only somebody that eats 800 tacos can run a podcast. That 47, yeah, number, the 47 number for pizza sounds low to me. Though. So you're not just playing a part of a guy who likes tacos. You lo- This is a truly a labor of love. Yes. Yeah, yes. The show's not a fake. This is me. It's legitimate. <laughs> this is a labor of love. This is a lifestyle. Well, maybe that's a good opportunity. I brought, I brought you guys. Oh yeah, gifts. John, what do you have there? You I, have... I have a gift for both. Uh, See, I was not told there would be gifts. The wonderful Chris Garibaldi. Oh, you and, got John uh, brought some presents here for the Taco de Mayo Cinco yeah. de Taco festivities. Thanks, John. You're, Thanks, you're welcome. John. Should we open these up now? Yeah, go for it. Um, this is gonna bring class to any room that you <laughs> put these oh, in. Wow, they're pictures of tacos. No. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. oh, that's nice. a picture of a taco. Taco picture. Yeah. It's, yeah. So, oh, wow. that's it's, it's a framed picture of famous recording artist Taco. Yeah, it's a taco platter. It all, taco <laughs> platter. <laughs> yeah, at all different points of his career. Taco mm-hmm. of the town at the top. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, dude, this is awesome. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. It's on the wall of random pictures up there in the studio. Yeah, that should go on the studio wall for sure. Yeah. I knew you guys were fans. Thanks, and, man. You know, taco. I need to get a shirt He's made the best. of just taco's face. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried to find an, an image of taco enjoying a taco, and I could not find yeah. that. But I'm sure it's happened. Got it. Got to be out there somewhere. Yeah. Taco, of course, recorded already. the famous song, Putting on the Ritz. Mm, that's the right. techno dance version. It was great. In the early 80s. Yeah. Thanks, man. Oh, You're welcome. Your boy yeah. What? I thought it was Peter Boyle that did put on the wrist. <laughs> he did his version yeah. too. <laughs> are, you, are you a fan of uh, uh, NFL uh, defensive line, line Taco Charlton? You know, I'm following him on the Taco of the Town <laughs> Twitter feed, so I get updates from Taco Charlton. And he, he loves Taco Bueno, the restaurant, so like ah. they have like some promotion with him, so I get a lot of Taco Bueno, Taco Charlton. Is he a Chiefs player? Uh, Cowboys. Cowboys. Oh, Cowboys. Cowboys oh, player, yeah. I guess Taco Bueno is like broader chain. Yeah. Okay. Unless we should have, we should try to have Taco Charlton on the show, but we should also try to have Hakeem Nunez Roches, who goes Nacho. Nacho, yeah. And college oh. basketball player Taco Fall, who's not spelled like Taco, but his name's Taco? T-A-K-K-O, I think, or something oh, wow. like that. Oh, He's yeah. He's like 7'6". Wow. Taco Fall. Taco, wow. Taco, and Nacho. <laughs> Curtis, have you been working on any new impersonations? You're a man of many voices. Have you, do you have any impersonations you've been working on since the last show? Uh, no, not really. I'm just kind of trying to get uh, get my Andy Reid, uh, you know, ready for, you know, camp and uh, stuff like that. And that's kind of how we roll. So that's, uh, yeah, Veach does that stuff. And uh, players come in and they uh, you know, get together. That's how we roll. Coach, Coach Reed, tell me about your draft picks uh, from the NFL draft this weekend. Uh, how do you think you did? Well, we didn't have a first-round pick because we used that for our, uh, our quarterback there, and, uh, and we're looking to have him have a good year. So uh, kind of went uh, defensive heavy, you know, big guy. You know, we kind of like the big the big uglies on the, on the front there. So, you know, got a couple of good defensive linemen with some, uh, some upside and uh, – Maybe a guy or a linebacker they can work into a safety and a kid from Clemson and uh, and just kind of filling things together and uh, yeah, that that's much more of a Veach thing and he kind of handles that stuff and then we get him in here and we and we coach him up and we go and that's how we roll. So coach, that that's great. I'm lo- really looking forward to uh, seeing them in mini camp and seeing how they do. So you went all defense in this draft. Are you thinking your offense is good? Uh, well, we've been invested a lot of. Uh, a lot of capital, so to speak, and you know, I got a first-round quarterback, and you know, brought over Sammy Watkins, and uh, you know, got Cream Hunt coming back there, and 
you know, Travis, you know, Kels and, uh, you know, <laughs> Ty, you know, they're looking pretty good there. So uh, offense looks pretty good, but uh, <laughs> our defense, like, we couldn't stop out you from running the football against us last year. Right. I mean, a, literally a taco could have run for 140 <laughs> yards against us. And uh, so we kind of had to short things up here. Damn, I'm so mad Philadelphia won the Super Bowl. <laughs> can't believe they did. Uh, sorry, uh, that was just, can we cut that? Yeah, we can cut it, Coach. Uh, so, Coach, in the past, you mentioned you love Kansas City barbecue, Philadelphia cheesesteak. What do you think about Kansas City's taco scene? I know you've been trying to trying to slim down in, in recent years. Yeah, well, yeah, that's where you get you get the chicken tacos instead of the beef, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do that there, and kind of kind of makes it makes it a little lighter to eat there. And uh, plus, you know, you, you just don't eat so much. But uh, you know, if you're going to eat tacos, I think you should eat as many as possible. And uh, usually, when I go to a restaurant, I eat about fifty. <laughs> wow. Right. Well, great, Coach. Thanks for stopping by. No problem. All right. Well, uh, John, we've shot a lot of music videos together. We've shot some films together. Yes. You were the videographer and editor for The Last Jayhawker, which Curtis was an actor in. Yes. It was um, wonderful. Do you have any... I, fu- was, I was killed in your movie. Yeah, you were, you were one of the Missouri Bushwhackers. shot by... <laughs> I thought it was ceremonious. <laughs> Quite ceremoniously. <laughs> shot by Fog Allen. We should have had a string attached to your hat, and when the bullet... <laughs> whizzed by the hat would have gone psoom, and like flew off but your hat does kind of fall, fly off it does of yeah. yeah and that was one of those days I mean we taped that the day after Missouri who I'm, I did, I'm a fan of blew a 19 point lead at Allen Fieldhouse in our last game ever at Mizzou and the next day we shot that I'm like yeah, I, I'm, I'm in the mood to shoot some, shoot some Jayhawkers. <laughs> Absolutely. And of course, as always happens when Missouri and Kansas play around basketball time, Missouri lost. <laughs> the Missouri fan lost. I, Not that I'm bitter or anything, eight or six years later. That was a great, well, it was great for, uh, that was a great weekend. Yeah. Uh, for KU fans, at yeah. least for me. Yeah, well, as a KU fan, I'll bring up the fact that Mizzou beat KU at, at their place that year. You know, was that yep. Mizzou was a, they had a great team that year. Yep. That was, that was, that was I fun. I missed the rivalry for sure. I wish there was some way we could play again. That was, well, as long as there's hurricanes and natural disasters, they'll get together and preseason. <laughs> have some preseason yeah. games at least. Yeah, and we'll nice. lose again. <laughs> and basketball at least. Right. Oh, yeah. Mm, that's not Is there another way. sport? <laughs> John, we've shot some music videos together. Curtis, you've yes. actually appeared in some of these music videos mm-hmm. as well. Is there a MTV music video? This question's for both of you. Is there an MTV music video that really made an impression on you in your youth that said, you know what, I think I am I think I love music videos, and I think I'm going to appear in music videos and shoot music videos in the future? Well, we think there were so many. I was raised on MTV. And I worked there for a little bit, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. You did. Yeah. On an actual music show. So that's all good. No way. They had those recently? Well, I don't know. This wasn't that recent. <laughs> but this would have been 2005 I worked there the last time, um, which was the making the video where they did the countdown. Oh, yeah. That was so, a while back. Yeah. So They actually showed them making the video and showed the video. The behind, Yeah, the behind the scenes, which was cool. Um I don't know. I, you know, I, I'd give it, I'd probably need to give it more proper thought to give it a more interesting or eclectic answer, but definitely Thriller was no doubt, you know, that was uh, groundbreaking and, um, and influential and made me want to make Sun Eaters videos. Um, 
and and then watching the the making of I think it's also a, a video where I I explored more because of that documentary with John Landis and oh, yeah. company of how they made it that um that made it so engaging um but you know it was like a it really was like a mini film so that was that was uh, my first real fandom I think of a music video Curtis is there a music video that you like um gosh I, I was I was just getting into high school when MTV kind of popped off. I was 15 when it, when it hit, so it was right up my alley. I think we got the cable the next year. I think we got it somewhere in 82, so it was kind of up and running at that point. And a lot of the videos were just just performance videos, which I kind of wish they'd go back to. But they got to the point where it, it was so, some videos were are so much into the story that you could lose the song. And uh, they're about the video. Yeah, and you're like, song. I don't even know what I'm, what this is even about. But um, I, I love the performance videos a lot, but I, I guess an early one would have been, maybe it's not that early. Um, the, the tubes talk to you later. It was that took place at a like a press conference, and Fee Waybill gets up on the stage, <laughs> up on the microphone, and starts singing the song. Um, I, I love that one. Um, the, the Van, I'm thinking this early stuff. Yeah. Van Halen's uh, "Pretty Woman" was like the first video I saw that was like a something of a concept video, oh, and that yeah, was kind of kind of fun. One. They're, and they're the end, they, in the end, it ends up being David Lee Roth is like the, the guy with, yeah. the, with the hat on. I think it's been so long. Yeah, that's funny. I thought you were like I don't know if I've seen another Tubes video except for "She's a Beauty," which yeah. I remember that was like the circus. Mm-hmm. Oh that was gosh. creepy. That's the end. Yeah. The that whole guy. Not, <laughs> <laughs> not at all. I saw that recently. Yeah. Oh, you did? Oh, it's fresh in your mind. Wow, oh, dang. But I probably I shouldn't watch it. I got some Sun Eaters ideas from it. <laughs> I did. That I will use in future videos. Tubes, groundbreakers. So, I came up with some new taco questions. These are all brand new questions. Throw a number at me between 1 and 32, and I'll read those questions. So just throw a number at me, and that's the question I'll ask you. Um, let's see. Uh, we'll say 21. All right. I'm nervous. What is your social security number? <laughs> oh, I give that out. That's no problem. <laughs> okay. Question 21. What's the strangest thing you've ever seen or done in a restaurant? Oh, my. Um, oh, so speaking of, this is good. It's, I'm glad this popped in my head. So my friend, when I used to live in California, my friend came out and I was excited about this taco place. But it's more of a Baja taco style, which I found out later that he really wasn't into that as much. And um, we were waiting in line and um, uh, sight impaired. Is that, um, I want to be politically correct. Visually impaired. He was visually impaired, came in and he was uh, running, you know, was kind of finding his way through the restaurant. And he was, he ran his hand across the salsa bar and and dipped his fingers through and actually touched the salsas. And that was interesting to watch, and it and it bothered my friend that was in town because he's also very OCD about that kind of stuff, and he didn't like seeing that happen. And that was very interesting. He dipped his fingers and all. He just sauce. touched. He touched the and the salsa guys, bar. Did you guys get salsa later? I think I still did. Yeah. Okay. But it grossed my friend out, and he was. I, I come come to find that he didn't like fish and Mexican mixed together that world whereas i love fish tacos so that was so that, i don't know that's what popped in my head all right curtis yeah anything weird um this the the most amazing thing that's ever happened in a restaurant where i was at was i, well, I was working does that count yeah i was a host at denny's in 1986 <laughs> Spring of '86, as I prepared to graduate from Raytown High School, and a patron had a heart attack right oh. there in the restaurant. 
and passed away. Uh, no, he, he. I think he made it. Oh, okay. But they, uh, they got down. We're giving him CPR and everything, and that'll cast a pall over a, a building. Yeah. Um, and, sure. and, and, and when they got him out, everyone's just kind of sitting there. People were like, "Do we stay? Do we? You know, how can like?" Oh, that was interesting. So, um, you pass me the you know, the ketchup there. I want to throw some more of these fries. You, you, how do you respond after someone you saw someone almost die right in front of you? So, did he have the moons over my hammy? <laughs> he might have. Okay. Just probably, you should have got on, you should have got on the overhead public address and said, "Please do not order the moons over my hammy." Yes, we are all out of moons over my hammy. There's some bad stuff going around. <laughs> Do not eat Do not the brown. Eat the orange. <laughs> Moon's over yeah. my hand. Oh, what were you going to say? Interrupted. I, I mean, people are like, what did he order? <laughs> um, I'm good. I'll just have some coffee. He had the chocolate chip Half pancakes. <laughs> I did something really weird at a restaurant once. I don't know what I was thinking. I was on a date at that Gojo's. Is it Japanese restaurant there? Oh, yeah, in, in I love Gojo's. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was looking across the room at this couple, you know, at the uh, hibachi. Mm-hmm. Mm. And she was trying to get a waiter's attention in the way she could not get the waiter's attention. And I just was just focused in on this couple and she was getting upset. And this is like across the room. I'm just looking at her kind of entranced by what's going on. I'm like, man, she really wants to get that waiter's attention. And she kept looking at her silverware and holding it up and talking to her boyfriend. The boyfriend wasn't helping her out. I, I was like, I got to do something about this. I don't know why I took it upon myself. For some reason, I got in my head that she needed a knife or a fork. I don't know why. <laughs> I just started creating, this, started creating this storyline in my head. I was like, oh, she needs some silverware. She needs a knife or a fork. Oh, she can't get the waiter's attention. Oh, I, I should probably go give her a knife and a fork. She's got 10,000 spoons. And- yeah. All she needs is a knife yeah. or a fork. So I grabbed my knife and fork, and I started walking across the room to her. And I was like, do you need a knife and fork? I just came out of nowhere from across the restaurant. And she was like, no. She got really <laughs> mad at me. She's like, she just looked at me with the look of disgust on her face and went, no. Oh, sorry. Bad just, read. Just walked away. <laughs> and then my date was like, what did you just do? It's like, I don't know. Okay. Did you get a second date? Another date with this person? Okay. Yeah. It's like, that'd be a a bad thing to do on a first date. I just said, I I thought that girl from way across the room needed a knife or fork. I just thought she needed a fork, man. I wanted to help her out. And it's trying to help her out. Yeah. Well, you usually don't get much wait service at a place like that anyway, do you? Yeah, I think it's no. just if the, the cook is who you ask things yeah. for, I suppose. Oh. Dave spent the rest of the night just going up, need a straw. <laughs> yeah. Trying to get like. it right. <laughs> yeah, I kept going over. What about My a straw? <laughs> no. Tongs. Dang. Throw some shrimp in her mouth. Tongs. No. Try to throw food in her mouth. That's what you like yeah. to do at those places. Catch food in your mouth. Yeah, so I don't know what she was mad about. She but starts chucking shrimp at her from across the room. Want some shrimp, right? Yep. So, Curtis, mm-hmm. you are a cinema lover. You love classic films. You are a big Kubrick fan. You mm-hmm. love uh, Francis Ford Coppola. You like the Godfather films. There is one movie that you've never seen, and it's Star Wars. Correct. I want you to try to describe what you think happens in the movie Star Wars. Uh, from, from what you've gleaned over pop culture for the last I really 40 haven't. years, do you, know, um, do you have a story in your head of what you think happens in Star Wars? They're out driving around, and some guys start <laughs> shit with them, and they got to throw down. 
So Luke Skywalker? You know the names of the characters, though, right? Generally, yeah. yeah. So you think they're driving around? In space, as you do, you know. But to make it like an, an allegory or whatever the hell that word's supposed to be, um, that's, what, that's what's happening. They're just tooling around. Hey, would you look at this crap over here? What's this dude doing? Hey, he's coming after us. Somebody get him. So you, so you, and then and then the next one is that dude gets pissed off, goes back to his house, you know, gets his boys, and they come. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, and they come, they come back, and for revenge. And in the third one, some some new some first guy, they got some friends come from out come in from Cleveland or something, and we're gonna take care of business, and and we'll show you. So in your story, Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, and Chewbacca in the in the droids. Yeah. They're driving around in a, in a yeah, spaceship. Lincoln, Lincoln Town Car. A Lincoln Town Car. Or, you know, a, <laughs> in a, space a L- or LTD or maybe a, you know something like that. And Darth Vader and the Stormtroopers are messing with Yeah, them? they come up to a light. So you picture start, it more being like a space version yeah. of American Graffiti. Uh, well, or Biggie minus Wolfman Jack. <laughs> more, more of a, mm, I don't think of a movie where Crash break, or break something. Break into Electric know? Boogaloo. <laughs> crash or something like that where just, you know, things happen and... Stuff goes all wrong. Like I mean, American Graffiti, if, if it was American Graffiti, they just would have kept going on the spaceship all night long, and eventually but you know, you Han Solo would but have But you've never seen the movie, the so you don't know that's, maybe that's what really happens. But I'm, I'm, but I don't get the vibe that that's what happened. Because I don't know who Darth Vader would be in American Graffiti, unless it's, unless it's um, Bob Falfa, who ironically was played by Harrison Ford. And you know there's a character in the Star Wars trilogy named... Boba Fett, who is named after Bob Falfa. Really? I'm surprised you haven't seen Star Wars, because it's not. George Lucas's... It was, it was right in my wheelhouse. Yeah, it came totally. out when I was 11. The next one came out in, what, 79? 80. 80, so when I was 14. So I mean, it was right there. I just never was a fan of the Science sci-fi fiction. stuff. And had I known it was more of a funny, ha-ha thing, like an enjoyable thing for a kid, I probably would have gone and seen it. But Did you see Spaceballs? Is that uh, how you're piecing I, this together? I might have seen part of it once. So you haven't seen I wasn't really a movie guy at that point. I was sitcoms and baseball and football and basketball. And would you the Carol ever Burnett show, you know, sit and stuff down like and watch Star Wars with me sometime? I've, I've been... Have people it, asked it, it you to do It has been this? on my <laughs> vacation to-do list. For about 10 years, and it just never has happened. I mean, I want to be able to sit and watch all, you know. I, th- I think I need to, just for the, um, just so I'll understand the pop culture references that I hear, watch the first three. Right. I think those are compulsories. Yes. I think I should watch the first, if I watch the first three, I think I can skip the rest. Yeah. It's just adding on, but the, the, the first three, I think, are, are, are things that, because there's a lot of shows that I watch. Family Guy does these things, totally. you know, Robot Chicken, all these shows. They have these references, and I'm like, damn, I don't get the joke. Yeah. And it's annoying, but it's uh, t- having to take the time to sit and watch three movies is, you know, even on a vacation, I'm like, eh, I'm going to watch Law and Order as for you again. I'm going to watch, you know, City Lights for the 50th time. Well, TNT shows them all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Or Spike? Mm-hmm. What's Spike? Uh, Spike Spike's TV? now becoming Paramount. They show them all the time. You can catch them on cable. Yeah. But you should definitely watch the first one just because you like those 70s movies, like all the Coppola, Scorsese stuff. Instead of watching Godfather for the 50th time, I could actually <laughs> recite almost that entire first scene. It's weird. The scene around the table, I'm like, I know I know that dialogue so way Godfather too is well. more your Star Wars. Yeah. Right? So that's you'd say that's the movie you've seen the most? We've known each other for many years, but this is the uh, first time you uh, come to me for uh, counsel or for help. I can't recall the last time you invited me over for a cup of coffee, even though your wife is uh, godmother to your only child. 
But uh, let's be frank here. You didn't want my friendship, and uh, you were afraid to be in my debt. Do that line, but insert taco into it somewhere. But now you come to me and you say, uh, <laughs> Don Corleone, give me tacos. <laughs> but you don't ask for salsa. <laughs> you don't offer cheese. Instead, you come into my home the day my daughter's to be married and ask me to make you tacos. Money. <laughs> I ask for tacos. It'd be interesting with Curtis, too, because uh, a lot of the time, obviously, you, you grew up, you know, watching those Star Wars movies. So that's why, you know, because you never saw anything like it. Or you're showing them probably or a child is watching them in modern times. And so then it's effective because they don't have a large group to compare it to. So it'd be interesting, you not fitting in both those categories <laughs> to see yeah. if it, you know, how it holds up yeah. to another, you know, all the other movies. And you're going to be watching them and you're gonna be like, oh, that's what people mean that's when they say, dang it. Use the force. Use the <laughs> yeah. force. Oh. oh. No, he said it. He said it. There it is. He said it. <laughs> Laugh it up, fuzzball. Things like that. Yeah. <laughs> heard Somebody that get this walking carpet out of the way. Yeah. Bunch of Wookiee As you get older, you, you realize that it, there's a lot of funny. It's it's a funny movie. It, it didn't have to be. It's set in right. a, a, f- a fictional universe, but everything about it could could have been done almost any in any other setting, and it would have been funny. It just happens to be in space. Well, guys, it's so good seeing you here at the taco party. Thanks for coming to the Cinco de Taco Festival here tonight. Are you guys uh, you guys good? You need anything? You need some more horchata or any tacos? Take some more of those uh, those shredded beef uh, barbacoa tacos. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll, I'll get you some. Uh, I'm gonna head on over to the taco station here. Good to see you. And John, thanks for the picture. That's amazing. You're very welcome. Thank you. I'm gonna go have another margarita. All right. It was fun as always. And be sure to look at the taco fountain over there. It's really Chris spent a lot of money building that. That cheese is not real cheese, so don't eat that cheese. Yeah, a lot of people have their feet in it right now, yeah. so I'm gonna wait. Yeah. Sorry about that. All right, guys. Good to see you. Thanks for being here. Well, that about wraps it up for this episode of Taco the Town, the Cinco de Taco Extravaganza. Thanks to all our guests who came out today and partied with us. Happy Cinco de Mayo to everybody. And our thanks to the Taco Tank, which catered our event today. If you want to have the Taco Tank cater your next party, they can be reached at tacotankllc at gmail.com or on their Facebook page at at KC Taco Tank. Please rate and review and subscribe to our show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Podbean. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook at Taco the Town KC or on Twitter and Instagram at Taco the Town KC. And if you'd like to recommend a taco place for us to review or just to give us a taco tip, reach out via email by sending a message to tacothetowntopics at gmail.com. Thanks to engineer Matt Allen and executive producer Chris Garibaldi. And thanks to the band Sun Eaters, who wrote all the music you hear here on Taco the Town. Their catalog is available on lotuspool.com. And until next time, go eat some tacos!